Hey everybody, this one's going to feel like we're jumping into the middle of a podcast and that's because, well, we kind of are. We split this one up into two. Hopefully you listened to episode 21, which was catching up with the movie Genius. You're now on episode 22, which is our official movie review for Back to the Future 2. We're going to jump in with a little bit of cameo discussion and then we will get to the movie review. Hope you enjoy. You know, for a while, I think it was your birthday, the one before last, I was going to get you the Snoop Dogg one, but it was $500, and I was like, hey, we can all split it four ways and get it for you for your birthday. But then, by the time it got close to your birthday, he moved it up to 800 Yeah, you have to... Uh, I got one for, for Ainsley, my daughter, the other night. A TikTok personality person had mm. jumped on for like 10 bucks. Not the Sprouse Twins. Not the Sprouse <laughs> Twins. They would charge more than 10 bucks. But she got on for 10 bucks, so I immediately jumped in because I was like, this will not last long. And sure mm-hmm. enough, she jumped in on a Friday night, and by Monday morning, she was already back at 30. Because oh, they don't yeah. understand how the revenue breakdown goes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they do 10, so like... If you can find somebody cheap pretty quick, jump on them. That's yeah. always my mm-hmm. my uh, advice for Snoop the cameo. Snoop was a deal at five hundred. You think? Snoop <laughs> we, was were, a deal I, at we were not well, going to get Grace that. Was we were so not torn going to get because, that. like, for three months, uh-huh. she'd be like, "Dad, I've got the perfect gift for you, but it costs like five hundred bucks." And you were trying to guess what it is. Yeah, I was trying to guess, but I was also like, because she was saying, "I think we'll pull our money together," and I was like. You know, you right. kind of are worried, are, are my kids about to spend their money on right. something that they shouldn't or whatever? So I was like, uh, you know, don't, you know, don't feel like you have to get me something crazy. I'm good with hugs or whatever, you know. It was a big birthday. It was. And, uh, and they, so then just recently you told me that it was Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I found, I Gosh. find that some of them can be very robotic. Yeah, uh, but mm-hmm. that's when people the message that they leave is too literal. If you will ask some questions and let them be themselves, I found that those are like the best. They like that. The they best. really yeah. get to riff a little bit, and because one guy did uh, Chevy Chase is on there for six hundred dollars. Do you know who Chevy Chase is? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I was, <laughs> it's okay. And so Chevy Chase was on there for six hundred bucks, and this guy was basically trying to. Get a personalized message, but also get Chevy Chase to agree to do a Zoom interview on their podcast. Oh, wow. So it is the most uh, uh, disjointed, all, like really, you wonder if Chevy Chase is kind of all there because he's just so all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. at the end, he reads this request and he just looks at the camera and he goes, we just did. And it cuts it off. And it's maybe seventy five seconds. I was like, "Oh, that was that was a six hundred bucks. You're oh never getting back. Gosh. Never getting it back." So uh, you really have to make sure. Like some of the people are really, really good, and some of the people are not as as good. So Grace, you do know who Chevy Chase is. Yeah, I just looked him He's up. I, I immediately from community. recognized him. <laughs> the whole yeah. guy from Community, the guy that got fired <laughs> off Community because <laughs> nobody could stand him. <laughs> That's uh-huh. how you know him. Did he get fired off Community? Yeah, because nobody could stand him. He was really? just terrible on Community, like wow. on the set. Not yeah. He was mm-hmm. really funny on the show, but yeah, he, he was, was great. Just, uh, I just love that miserable show. to be around on the yeah. set, evidently. So, 
that kind of fits the character a little bit. Yeah, makes it easier to understand that they were able to act like they hated him so much on the show. Washington Post says that Chevy Chase is 74, sober, and ready to work. Let's now. do it. He, Let's get him on the podcast. Let's, he, yeah. Let's take a chance on the cameo. 600 bucks. <laughs> well, here's another thing that you can do on Cameo now is you can do Zoom conversations. So you pay mm-hmm. X number of dollars, and then you get to talk to that person on Zoom for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some people Feels like, like – something Gary Vee is doing. Well, yeah, but some people uh, – Jeremy Piven. Remember – you know Jeremy Piven? The name Entourage. Sounds, okay, yeah. He charges $15,000 for a 10-minute interview. Do you think his time's worth – 10 minutes of his time sitting in front of the computer is worth 15 grand? I don't think so. Because <laughs> he's not giving it to charity. Him. It's not – it's going into his pocket. Yeah, yeah. I assume that Cameo takes half of that. Sure. So. Yeah. I've kind of wondered if big names have negotiating power with them, kind of. Yeah. You know, like someone like – and again, Snoop, after she told me that, because I was sitting there thinking, all right, 500 bucks – but with Snoop, I mean, it would be such a big draw at that amount, I would think, right? Really uh, big. Big I would guys think. like Snoop. Brett Favre is on there. They're, I wonder, do they have a ranking? Do we know who the top selling? Uh, that would be interesting I don't, to see. I, they may, but uh, you just see things that are like featured and stuff like that. But yeah. I noticed there's another business that's doing a cameo type of thing, but they're just doing the straight Zoom. And what they do is they just set up 10 minute conversations and you buy like a memorabilia package and then you get to talk to one of the Sprouse twins for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and you can just bombard them for with questions for 10 minutes and they just sit there. But what they'll do is they'll just do them all day, like on a Saturday. So it'll cost $300 for 10 minutes. And then maybe you get an autographed picture of mm-hmm. somebody yeah. and then they just go and they just rip through, you know, and just have all these conversations with people at their house. And it's like this little, like that's the next step, you know, because mm-hmm. one of the things that like the Back to the Future crew does now, have you seen this? They'll go to the co- the comic book conventions, the Comic Cons. There's yeah. one in Dallas, a huge one in Dallas that they do Fan Expo, I think it's called. Yeah. And the the last one that they did before the pandemic, I believe the entire cast of Back to the Future was there, including yeah. Michael J. Fox. Oh wow. Uh, Chris Lloyd, but you could get an autograph from them. You could they did a Q and A, get an autograph from them, and then like a picture. You could do either individual pictures or group pictures. That's awesome. Hmm. But they do that now, like all the Marvel people do it, and yeah. you know, rich people yeah, bring yeah. their kids in for tens of thousands of dollars. And Yikes! Spend eight hundred dollars on a Hemsworth autograph. Hemsworth. <laughs> so. Okay, so I'm while make we, a wh- quick. Oh, I was about to say, while we briefly mentioned Back to the Future, I was just going to cut in right there. But go ahead. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it not on Back to the Future. Just a brief brief thing here. I've been nodding my head this entire time, Mm -hmm. but I want to make a confession that I didn't know who the Sprouse twins were. Uh, I we, just Googled you them. Wait, Grace and I have been doing Sprouse Twin <laughs> jokes for two episodes yeah. now. And you, <laughs> and you, you didn't bother. You didn't bother. I was bother. like, yeah, you in true, in absolute gin-divide fashion, <laughs> I don't know who Jeez. the Sprouse Twins are. <laughs> well, Look at them. Who... What do I you know never, them from? Y'all never... You never yeah. that Sweet Life Sweet on Life Death? of Zach yes. Cody, yeah. Those kids grew up, and their hair's <laughs> they dark. They did. They did. I don't know. They look goofy. We made a five feet apart joke. Uh, in <laughs> uh, Ainsley, my daughter took me to see Five Feet Apart. We went with mm-hmm. Nikki and her daughter, and Nikki and her daughter were like completely fine. And me and Ainsley no, were just no. over there openly, just oh, sobbing at this wow. 
movie. Yes. Because both of them have um, cystic fibrosis. It's like a love story, and they can't oh, be together can't because they that. could infect each other. Oh. So they have to stay yeah. five feet apart, Scott. I will. That's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It was wrenching. It's heartbreaking. It was wrenching. No, you know what I'll... only would have made that worse? What? If Biff Tannen would have been there <laughs> hitting them <laughs> both in the head with a with a, with a freaking with the rule <laughs> with the meter snake. No, what was the thing? What is that? No, a cane. Uh, it's a cane. Yeah. With a cane. He's like, hello, yeah. hello. Are, 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 you, are you sure now you don't want to do two parts? Yeah, I'm sure. I say we roll. What we're going to do, though, is we're going to put in the notes like, hey, Back to the Future starts. Put at, it in the time. Yeah, Back to the Future 2 starts, starts an at hour 48. and 20 minutes in. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm ready. Grace, take control of this thing. I will okay, <laughs> so we are going to start this similar to how this movie started. So here's a question for you guys. How would you feel if you just got back from 1955 and you're back safe and sound in the 80s, but then you were immediately told, hey, we have to go to 2015, it's urgent, which, you know, with time travel, I thought nothing was really urgent, but you have to go. How do you feel? If you're Marty McFly in that moment? If you're just in that moment. I think all I'm doing is saying, hey, you know, like, what's going on? And then I, can I go ahead and drop my, my quote? Okay. Right here, my favorite sure. quote of the whole Your movie yes. is Michael J. Fox saying, what, do we become assholes or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, they basically replay the last five minutes because they switch Jennifer, the actress that played Jennifer, mm-hmm. uh, in the original movie, couldn't do it. They bring in Elizabeth Shue, so they have to redo all of that opening scene with... Elizabeth Shue with the new actress. Yeah. So they have oh, to do that all over again. But my favorite thing was Marty, uh, in that moment, Marty looking at Doc and going, uh, do we have to? Uh, me and Jen are going to the lake in the new truck. <laughs> the new truck. <laughs> he shows up. The DeLorean can fly now. Yeah. He yes. shows up. He's throwing trash in the back to make it, like, to fuel it. Love that. And Marty's like, oh, dude, we just did this. Can I just go to the lake with my girl for a couple I days? I think, honestly, though, all right, to answer and your question seriously, that would be my thought. Technically, he could have gone to the... They could yeah. go, here's the thing he could go in the future anytime he wants <laughs> but uh, Doc wants got to destroy Doc the great DeLorean Scott Marty right now <laughs> and Doc could have just said hey you know uh, don't let this happen at this time open this mm-hmm. envelope that morning and just make sure your kid doesn't go to the cafe yeah exactly <laughs> just help us out here but that doesn't give you a sequel no it no. doesn't it doesn't Maddie says, "Don't let them have children." Don't let them have children. <laughs> that would have fixed everything. That's... Seems problematic, Maddie. No, I think the movie is. I think going to the future is, would be worth it. Then it just seemed. I just didn't quite catch the urgency of no. Doc Brown because no. they could have gone that forty-eight guy's hours. Urgent later. all the time, sure, though, sure. right? I mean, he's he was great. worried about. Yes. But I, how so much time he has? I left, would have I felt guess. the same way Marty did. I've been like, not now. I've got my girl. I've got this sweet black four-wheel <laughs> drive truck. A 48-hour trip in the mountains yes, planned. I've got a lot of stuff going on. Doc. I had the last movie. I had this different actress. Now I have a new actress to take yes. up to the uh, mountains. We can take care of this nice. anytime. Yes. Just come back in okay. 48 hours. Well, speaking of that, I said, Doc doesn't know how much time he has left. But here I have a quote. Here's my quote. Okay. Well, I have two. This one's... A little boring. I'm not going to do the voice or try much with this one. But Let's this try. is. Could you try the voice? Just try it. Do the <laughs> no. voice. Do the voice. Everybody. I wants don't you even to do know it. Voice. I don't even know it. Okay. 
So they just landed in 2015, and Doc starts peeling prosthetics <laughs> off his face, okay? Yeah, he had a, he had so, a facelift. Yes, excuse the disguise, Marty, but I was afraid you wouldn't recognize me. I went to the rejuvenation clinic and got an all-natural overhaul. They took out some wrinkles, did a hair repair, changed the blood, added a good 30 to 40 years to my life. They also replaced my spleen and colon. What do you think? <laughs> and... <laughs> His spleen and his soul. I just like Marty's reaction to that, too. He's just kind of like, okay. Now, I'm not sure if this was something he went to the rejuvenation clinic in 2015 or this was way in the future. Way in the future. Um, like the year 3000, but I looked it up and found out that you can have your spleen removed if it's absolutely mes- necessary, but I don't think you can get it replaced. <laughs> no, there's no replacement. <laughs> so if you get your spleen removed, you can't fight infection. Is that it, or you're susceptible to... Um, I have no idea what the spleen is. It's just does. very <laughs> important. Got no spleen, Gene. The spleen but sometimes and Sprouse twins ta- are on the same... If you can take it out, <laughs> level then... It could help with cancer. I cannot something. believe you didn't know the Sprouse to, twins. That's were. really embarrassing for you. Like, <laughs> one of the lists I made as we were watching it was here are the things that 30 years, or really, didn't they do this in 87 or 89? 80, yeah, 88. 88. And then, and then so 89. 27 years before, this is what they thought 2015 was going to look like. Mm-hmm. One of the things I wrote down was reju- Rejuvenation Clinic. After I finished my whole list, I decided that's the one thing they kind of got right. I mean, these things kind of exist, mm-hmm. right? Where they obviously with you know facelifts. And sure, they can make you look like that. Yeah, but maybe exactly. Not the not spleen. not add thirty not to forty spleen. years to your right. life with replacing your spleen. Yeah, right. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> There's a guy in Dallas, I think, that can do that. You can do that. Yeah. Oh wow! There's a podcast. It's about impressive. Him, I think. Okay. It's impressive. All right. Next question, Grace. What do we got? Hmm. Or do we just want to kick it over uh, for general banter? Okay. Well, I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is one. I guess it's just a, like a why question. Why was Griff's crew all? Why were they all like part robot? Yes. Was it? Yes. <laughs> was that uh, something similar to <laughs> you, the rejuvenation? Do you think clinic? it took like two weeks that for them the... to add the sound effects <laughs> of Griff? Because yeah. every time he moves his arm, it's like. She's <laughs> 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 like Robocop or and something also, like that. Griff, his hat, it's a bedpan. He's yes. wearing a bedpan. Did <laughs> yeah. we all catch that? Yeah. But it's like spiked. It's like a spiked bedpan yeah. on top oh of his gosh. head. Well, maybe the robot thing is that's the alternate to the rejuvenation clinic. Yeah. That's and true. This is Biff's grandson. Yes. Yes. And I, I got. He's definitely like way scarier than Biff was. Because, oh, because he's a robot. The tannins and the McFlies went opposite ways on the evolutionary yes. line. Right. Like yeah. Marty's grandson is this little, like, little wimp dorky. whose jacket doesn't yeah, work right. Yeah, that's weird. Right. Like he goofed up the tech on that a little bit <laughs> yeah. on well, the clothes. You th- don't you think, <laughs> though, at, is, at a certain point, like that technology would have been that way where it would have been mm-hmm. cool not to have it like fit your body? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't think. They were wearing the pockets out. If he was the only one doing it that then probably no. was more like in 2020 in 2015 <laughs> right it was supposed to fit yeah I yeah i uh also did you hear they mentioned that the kids wear their pants inside out yes well, it was the pockets the pockets the they pockets. wore the pockets out said, inside out un, un, pull your i've never out. seen anyone well it was a very i think that was a little bit of a 
ode to crisscross like hey <laughs> we see when you. i was watching that last night i did think crisscross is gonna get brought up at this point <laughs> i thought about them wasn't gonna bring it up though um some things because the movie just jumps right in yes mm-hmm. it, the moment the first movie's over the second movie starts yep. basically um what was funny to me was is that jennifer gets in this Futuristic mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc gets out on the road. The thing goes up, starts to hover and go up in the air. They take off, go up in the air, go into the future. She still has not raised any alarms. No. No. <laughs> then they hit the sky highway. He's dodging cars. Still no alarms. No alarms. Yeah. And then does Marty say, hey, what year like, are we in, Doc? Yeah. And he's like, uh, we're in 2015, and she's and like, "What?" And he's like, uh, "Jen, like, I gotta oh. tell you, we're this is a time machine." And then he zaps her and knocks yes. her out, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I thought Jen putting up no alarm or no like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Even as they're dodging cars in the sky, until they were <laughs> like, "Hey, this is a time machine." Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, "What?" <laughs> Oh my god! Yes. What did our wedding look like? That was her. Yes, yes. That was her. That big was her thing. first thing. Was her first thing was? Oh my god! What did our uh, deal? Do you think Men in Black got the idea for the mind eraser pin from that moment right there? Well, he didn't erase her mind. He just put her to sleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. but was there was? Isn't that kind of what it is? Like a dream. Yeah, it was a dream. He yeah. said it was going to feel like a dream. And the other thought there I had as you talked about the. Uh, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. air highway or whatever we called it. Skyway. Yeah, the sky. Why do we have traffic jams if we're able to just use all that space up <laughs> we there? we just not go 50 feet higher? <laughs> yes, exactly. 60 feet higher? That was, that was my big thing. It's like, you can't tell me when we're all in flying cars that we're still going to be in traffic jams all the time. Well, also, too, because when, we when we got into town, uh, to the town square, you could see that there was a... Smaller, it seemed like a smaller road just above, maybe like a hundred feet in the air that you could come off of and yes. land. Mm-hmm. But I did think, like, um, just in terms of like Tesla and some of the other uh, amenities that the new cars have, like, we've still come, you know, fairly far away. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I actually did some research on the flying cars. And in Japan, they've been working on flying cars, and they're hoping to have them in Tokyo within the next three years. They're hoping. I don't know how realistic that is. But I was thinking maybe we move the Gen Divide Inkity Bink Production Studios <laughs> to Japan. Yes. That way we can be right. the first to try it out. I right. like it. Do you think it's the first time a car flies into the side of a building? Oh, <laughs> or a house, people are just like, oh, hell no. Like, no, no I'm out. Yeah. I'm just out. I was thinking of, have you seen uh, Minority Report, Tom oh, yeah. Cruise? Yeah. Have you seen that, Grace, Minority Report? No. It's set like 2050, 2048, 2050, and basically there's no crime. They have these these pod people that can basically detect crime before it happens, mm-hmm. but they have these automobiles in the cities that basically attach to a track. And all of them, remember, they go like they oh, go yeah. straight up buildings yeah. and up and over, but they're basically tied to a track. But then you get them off the track and you can like drive them. But I know, like, Minority Report, they spend a ton of time asking scientists, like, what in 2050, what are going to be like legitimate 
things that we and one of them was is that this type of transportation really so I, I do wonder if we'll ever get to flying vehicles at some point that may be <laughs> long long away will mm-hmm. will we get to hoverboards first are hoverboards happening yet there's something called hoverboards but they are not what was in that movie they're like problems a scooter Oh, gosh. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Exploding hoverboard. <laughs> Not what we're looking for, man. Well, no. I do have, when we get to uh, product talk, because there are two things that came from Back to the Future 2 that were, like, iconic, were the Nike shoes and yes. the hoverboards. Yeah. And they did, do, they did take steps in this last decade to try to bring both of those to market for charity. Oh, wow. So I have some stories on that. We can okay. talk about that later. The so, Nike shoes. That's why, and that was kind of what I was going to ask. Is like, mm-hmm. what are we going to get to first? Is electronic Nikes or hoverboards? So that's good. Mm-hmm. Or abolished lawyers. Yes. 2015. Doc says all lawyers have been abolished. So the justice system is much faster. And yes. That, and that was the reason. <laughs> it made it feel like that was the reason why there was such urgency. Because basically, yes. he had yeah. two hours before he got convicted yeah. and sentenced to 15 mm-hmm. years. And then oh. the sister tries to break him out. But then you see the sister later on, and it doesn't seem like she would be the one that would get in no, there and break it out. not at all. She seems Mm-mm. pretty self-obsessed. Yeah. Of course, it's Michael J. Fox as the... <laughs> but that was the thing is, is that you in this movie, this movie I feel like is really ambitious. I don't know if it's yeah. completely successful with some of the ambition, but it, it's, a, it's kind of a broad like slapstick comedy. Yeah. And it's super ambitious, mm-hmm. and it folds over the timelines from the first movie. And it's a... It's a lot of. It's just. It's fun. It is a lot of. Fun. I think if Definitely. people maybe thought they were going to get another, like we were talking about with Taylor Swift, thought they were going to be getting another Back to the Future movie, and I think that's probably why some of the reception maybe was a little bit low with this second movie because I think probably out of the three, the second movie is mm-hmm. maybe the least considered really? of the three. Wow! And because the third one was more in tone with the first one, and it had more kind of emotion and heart of the first one, and this one. Is more kind of broad, like I said, and slapstick. Yeah, and has kind of the cool gadgets. But this one is there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, mm-hmm. things that they had to shoot. Um, Marty's dad, the actor who played Marty's dad, Crispin Glover. Yeah, uh, basically said, if you don't pay me what Michael J. Fox is getting, I'm oh. not going to be in the second movie. And they said handy. no. Yeah, goodbye, and Crispin. They basically <laughs> put a guy in makeup, so that's why you never really see George McFly oh. up close. I was uh, about that. There's a clip from the first movie in there where he's kind of dancing uh, when Marty's looking through his binoculars. And by the way, I really want to talk about him using binoculars <laughs> at the dance because <laughs> it makes no sense. No, but um, I thought uh, going back to the beginning of the movie, uh, Jennifer getting in the car, and then pretty much Jennifer is just. I hope they had a good stunt double because she just gets thrown like the rest of yes. the movie. She has to yeah. fall. Yeah, they throw her in some garbage. The cops, the cops her around. The cops show up, too, and that's what I understand. He's still got the Marty stuff on. Like, couldn't he run mm-hmm. up and say, hey, this is my mom. Yes. Uh, yeah. We got lost. And, he, like, and they'll thumbprint him. They'll thumbprint, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we needed the set but was piece. But would his thumbprint have made him, because that's what they would have done to prove it, right? Right. And he would have been. But remember, her... the cop said, "Oh my God, I wish I. Lo- I hope I look like that at forty-seven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been the same. But also, we know that Doc got some work done already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, understandably, they had to move the plot along. There's and a they, lot. They want to do the set there. piece at the house, but not to get too far along. But 
Uh, we do. Do we want to talk about the futuristic stuff? Or, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes, no, Grace. No, no, no. Um, okay, I have a gen divide ish question. Okay. So this is about a machine that I've never seen before, but I've heard about it. So in Marty's 2015 house, the flux capacitor. He. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so. He does something bad, like someone gets him in on this deal, like at work, yeah, you know, scam and then he type. immediately gets fired, and then he gets sent all these messages that are, you're fired. Yes. Were those fax machines? Yes. Yeah. In He's his house? He's got triple fax yes. machine. They weigh, uh, they missed on how great the fax machine would be, or right. the life of mm-hmm. the fax machine. Right. Because in 2015, he had three fax machines that all went off with, you're fired. You're fired. Well, there seemed to be an understanding that when they do the, the, the FaceTime, mm-hmm. my favorite part of the FaceTime, by the way, was when they would list like your hobbies and your job and things that you were really into on the bottom of the screen. Didn't it say their drinks, too? Yes. Yes, like their favorite <laughs> drink and all this other stuff. Why did you need to know that? So that was my curiosity was as if like – we were having a conversation, and it would say, like, Grace loves Dylan Sprouse. I would be like, <laughs> there's, like, a, an ending in the conversation. be like, you know what? I really love Dylan Sprouse. <gasps> I did, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> you could keep talking. I wondered if it was, like, a live Facebook-type thing, you know, where you could continue to talk. It just, But it was the most random stuff, like needles. It was, like, yes. needles loves Is uh, that bourbon. Flea? Yes, that's oh, flea. Oh, wow. Needles loves bourbon and like <laughs> yeah. beer and yeah. bourbon and bowling. Yeah, I thought that was funny. He was a bad guy, is what we were right. supposed to gather from right. beer, bourbon, and bowling. But they did overshoot. <laughs> when do you think the facts pretty much tapped out? Mid mid aughts, maybe like two years after Back to the Future Two. I don't know. No, I don't we're remember still doing ever faxes having... in mid two thousands. They're pretty relevant. Did we fax people at Blockbuster? Did we fax them that you have late fees or anything like no, that? No, we called them and threatened them, <laughs> threatened them with collection. We know where you live. Hey, did you see the last Blockbuster? Not to non sequitur. Did you see the, the last Blockbuster? They turned it into Airbnb. Yes. And you could stay did in you it see that? one night. I had two or three people shoot me that. Yes. I thought yeah. you were on one of them, maybe. It was in Oregon. Yeah, I told you that. That you could, you could rent it and mm-hmm. spend the night there. They're only doing it for experience. one month? And then they were closing it down. Oh wow! I, don't, wow. I feel like all the hubbub they need to just keep going. But. Yeah, yeah. I'd be in so on that. It was really expensive, right? We could podcast oh, in Blockbuster. I thought it wasn't expensive. Did I you look it, it up? Like, Either I just, Amy looked I just it saw up the or story. Someone, she said, "Wow, it's pretty pricey." I just saw the story. There. But uh, to go back to, uh, I know we want to talk more about that one scene, but to go back to Town Square because that's a huge set piece. Yes. The Town Square and. They had the Cafe 80s. Do you remember uh, the waiters uh, on the TV machines? The waiters? Do you remember yes. Max Headroom? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got that written down as a deal. The fact they have Michael Jackson and Ronald Reagan. But do you headrooms. remember Max Headroom? Oh, now, yes. he did Pepsi commercials, wasn't Max Headroom? Yes. And then they did a show for Max Headroom. I believe so, yeah. But that little like stutter thing that they did where the waiters, where it was like Ronald Reagan and Michael Jackson stuff, Mm -hmm. they had a character named Max Headroom that looked like that, and that's the way he kind of stuttered and talked, and it was like this artificial intelligence machine. Yes, so I thought it was just like really glitchy. No, that was like intentional. Yeah, it was intentional. But anyway, they that was huge. Max Headroom was huge around that time. He was, I think, he had Super Bowl commercial. Wow. All this other mm-hmm. stuff, but um, 
I uh, I thought maybe Ken Griffey Jr.'s signature was on that bat. There was a signature on that bat that Griff has. No. And I didn't know who it was. But Griffey was like 89. I don't think it would have been Griffey because he would have been still like in the minors. Is that maybe who Griff was named after? Griff Griffey? Yeah. Probably so. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling Griff's bat right now. But Griff's bat okay. had a signature on it because it like collapsed and then. I just found it. Kirk Gibson. Whoa, yes. for real? Yeah, you so can that, actually, they've got a picture of it. That would have been the summer of that home, or the yes, winter or fall yeah. of that home run. In fact, it's weird. It says Kirk Gibson Jr. Okay. on the bat. Because I knew it said Jr. That's what made me think that it was maybe Griffey, and I also yeah. saw the G. That's funny. Hmm. I didn't even catch that at all. Gosh, Griff was a punk. Why do you have that bat to begin with? I don't He's know, but can we, a robot. can we already go ahead and give the overacting award to Thomas Wilson, who played Griff and Biff? He is <laughs> over the and top. And who's Griff's dad? We never get to yeah. see Griff's dad, right? Yeah, we never I see Griff's so. dad. I wonder how he was. But he's old Biff, Biff, <laughs> yeah. and Griff. Here's, here's one thing I've got written down. Awesome. And, and yeah, he, he was great. Yes. Uh, but future Biff, meaning old Biff... Grandpa Biff. Yes. MVP? Of life. I mean, the whole thing. Of life. He hijacks the sports almanac and the DeLorean, travels <laughs> back, gets Which, it to Biff, and rewrites history and makes Biff like a okay, multi-billionaire. So there's, there's another question. Okay. Were you about mm-hmm. to ask this question? <laughs> why did Biff come back to... to like, why did he come back? Why didn't he just stay? Why didn't he just stay? <laughs> Uh, um, maybe Mrs. Biff. Mrs. Biff. That's what I'm wondering. Like, was there a Mrs. Biff? I do like the fact though that he basically mastered the DeLorean in 15 seconds. Yes, he yeah. just knocked some stu- some, some trash, trash over, cans over, and then he was just like, whoop, gone. <laughs> yeah. I got this down. Okay. Doc's having all kinds of hell with the thing. <laughs> Biff just gets in there. He's like, eh, I got and it. When Biff time got travel, back, no big deal. When he did come back, why was he so out of sorts? Like he'd been that beat was up. My and thing. Like it I, looked I like thought, he was about to die. Yes. I know. I was thinking he is about. To <laughs> fall down and die on the side of the road. Like he's about to collapse. Is that what time travel does to you, you think? I assume I so. It probably that. is tough. It's just for people who master the DeLorean super easily. Yes. Maybe it really disorients. Maybe because he broke the cane. Like yeah. that was just so oh, much effort. Exactly. Need, oh, yeah. It seemed he Could was in really bad shape, though, when he came back. Yeah. But I mean, seriously, no one takes a bigger chance. You know what I mean? In, mm-hmm. Right. In like rewriting. I mean, I guess you could say Doc and kind of doing all this, but it's yeah. all kind of silly. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Biff's about to make Biff a multi-billionaire by getting him that sports right. almanac. Yes. Can we talk I, about that real I quick? I feel too? like it's a go balls out moment right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. you out. referencing Future Rad? Future Biff. Yes. Go Can we talk out. about something right there? Uh, yes. So Biff never loses a bet. His first bet is a major bet on a horse race. He wins yeah. a million bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At what point when he's winning these bets? Now, it does say that he takes money and buys like power plants and he gets into sewage yeah. or nuclear. He gets yeah. into some weird like stuff. So he makes like builds an empire. Mm-hmm. But like how quickly do they stop taking his bets? If he never misses. Yeah, in reality, <laughs> yeah. pretty quick, I would think. Because he's well, not smart enough to like maybe win two, lose three. You don't think he is? And just like slow no. roll it over time. 
Because basically it was just like the man who, like the luckiest man in America, the man who never loses. The same guy that says, make like a tree and get out of here. Is like a tree. Yeah, that was my other <laughs> quote. That was my big quote. I'm sorry. <laughs> you make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> you s- Stop doing that. You sound like an idiot when you get it wrong. <laughs> It's uh, and uh, then Michael J. Fox calls him a dork, which yeah. is in 1989 the worst thing yes. that you could have been called is a dork. dork. Well, I don't know. Future Biff MVP. That's who I'm giving it to. Okay. Okay. Can, uh, Old can, Biff. Whatever Grace, we you have call more. It. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm stepping on your toes. No, no. What do you have? I have one big question. I feel like needs to be answered. Okay. Is Marty McFly the worst detective? Ever in movies, <laughs> or does Biff have the worst peripheral yes. vision in hearing? <laughs> in hearing, yes. yeah, Marty's in the back seat going doc doc on a walkie-talkie, <laughs> walkie-talkie, <laughs> and and Biff doesn't, the car. yeah, doesn't catch any of it. Yes, of course it's a convertible, so you've got a yeah. lot of wind noise, but maybe. I did want to say when Biff throws the dodgeball into the upper tank in the house yes that's a good throw he it looks like an really athlete throw. so i don't buy the fact that he has no peripheral awareness no. i feel yeah. like he's probably the quarterback <laughs> linebacker i feel like he's a good athlete that was such a great Gosh. scene i really like that scene like is this your ball this is your ball <laughs> go get it also like your... that there's a random pack of eight three-year-olds they were yeah. so tiny yeah. there's, four-year-olds. <laughs> there's a random pack of kids playing with this one gigantic ball and he tosses it up in the deal, but <laughs> way to go. So my deal about Marty is later in the movie when they go to the dance, he is using the binoculars in the dance hall. He's literally <laughs> twenty feet away from these people, and he's using binoculars, and he's swiveling the binoculars around to like Strickland, the principal, and then back to Biff and his little henchman. But he's mm-hmm. he's basically from me to your like to the bathroom, like I'm. <laughs> How is he? And he's wearing the, the. He's not wearing dance clothes. He's got glasses no. and a little hat. Yeah. Also, when he's tracking Biff in town, and he's slinking behind <laughs> all the bills, <laughs> and then gets in the car, and there's like a blanket so on top great. of him, and he gets the oil That's thrown amazing. into yeah. his stomach. Yes. Or, Ouch. I just wondered if maybe Marty McFly was the worst detective. Uh, it just seems I he think seems. That's, I think you're bringing up good points. Good yes. argument. Yeah, I think he's, for sure. I think we'll probably just give him that award. Yeah. Okay. The um, I think the the a lot of that's glossed over though because he's just so yeah. awesome. Like so, what Marty? So exciting. Well, and I think it's just Michael J. Fox at that moment. Was he the biggest thing? Okay, so. I have a game. Okay. Are we, are we ready for a game? Let's do yes. a game. I don't know if Grace is going, I don't know how she's going to do this, but maybe we'll, I mean, how she'll do at this, but uh. we're going to, I have the top 10 movie stars of 1989. Okay. Oh, they gosh. did this box done. office index. I think I can. And they had the top 10. Would you like to see how many of the top 10 you can I get? would like to. By the way, real quick, Michael J. Fox considered a lead actor in 20 movies. Those 20 movies made $1.8 one billion dollars and he did that pretty much in the 80s and early 90s teen wolf was a big one teen wolf huge all right so there's 10 stars i'm gonna go ahead and say maybe two of them are still considered big stars okay like you would go to the movies to see their movies okay the other eight or other seven i'm not sure okay 
All right. You would, you'll probably know who they are, though, or know their name. Are we going okay. back and forth? Like, how about I that? Don't, I don't have any guesses. We'll just throw out some older actor. Do y'all wanna, you like, want me to go first? You go first. I say I we just set, like, we'll just give you guys, like, 60 seconds or whatever. Okay, Sylvester Stallone. No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, number six. Hmm. Tom Cruise. Number 10 that year. Ooh, a young Tom Cruise. Young. Pen is not working. Prior to Minority Report, as previously <laughs> mentioned. Um, go, Grace. Who else you got? Kirk I Douglas. Okay, Kirk. A uh, Douglas, but Kirk Douglas was Michael like Douglas. Ninety-eight and eighty-nine. <laughs> Michael, yes, Michael Douglas. That's what I meant. They're one and the same. You've gotten Michael uh, Douglas, Schwarzenegger, and Cruz so far. You missed Sly. Emilio Estevez. No, no. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. No. Okay. We're talking. We're talking movie stars. Sorry. Um, no. Kevin Bacon. Uh, no. Quicksilver. I feel like you're doing. Uh, <laughs> The character actors in no, the 80s. No, Derek. This goes back to the... All right, you got Cruise, which was one of the big ones. There's another big one that's very relevant as of today. Oh. Jaden Smith. Two-time Oscar winner. <laughs> Two-time Did Oscar. you say Jaden Smith? <laughs> Two-time Oscar winner. This oh, is, it's a big one. This is where Grace should shout a Sprouse twin. <laughs> it's a big one. These are actors. These are actors. There is one actress on here. Oh, well... That changes things, but I don't. Does it? Catherine she's, Hepburn. She's done a little Marvel, but I don't think necessarily. Oh God! Did you see Catherine Hepburn? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, funny. hold on. Like I don't even have any grasp on uh, it. But every time Derek says, "Come on," everybody it's in this list on this list is still working. Michael okay. J. Fox was number nine. I already. Rob Lowe. No. Okay. What, what <laughs> box office success have you ever known of Rob Lowe? Is he in? Uh, wasn't he in? Uh, yes, that's why he one should of the be on this Adam list. Sandler you movies. Can't say, yes, he's he was a guy? Tommy Boy. That was ninety two. Oh yeah, ninety four. Whenever it was. Sorry. All right, anybody else? No, come on, give us a moment. Give us, okay. give us ten. Okay, okay. Two time Oscar winner. Back to back Oscar winner in the mid nineties. Oh. One of the biggest movie stars of the last Denzel? fifty years. No, Denzel. I did. He did win like Glory. Like the Oscar for Glory that year. Will Smith? Will Smith wasn't around yet or Not in even movies. Alive. Hmm. One guy just turned 75, I think, yesterday. I noticed that on the Twitter. What? All right, give them to us. Okay, number one. Give, give us a hint on number one. We didn't okay. get number one. Number one was the two time Oscar winner. Okay. Give us a little hint. Give us no. one of the movies you want an Oscar uh, for. Tom Hanks. I just did it, right? Tom Hanks. Yes. 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 I felt like he was about to say Philadelphia. Okay, so who would be like the number one box office, African-American box office? Wesley Snipes. Just going to let that hang there for a second. (laughs) Number one African-American male box office star of the last 40 years. 40? Denzel? No. Well, maybe, but no. Morgan Freeman's? Morgan Freeman's. (laughs) Jeez. I'm getting worse. How about Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Oh, come Eddie Murphy on. was number two. Come on. That, I was just about to uh, say that. I okay, listen to Boogie in the Butt like every other day. <laughs> I'm going to ask Grace this. All right. If I said Field of oh, Dreams, no. would an actor pop into your head? 
Oh, no. I'm so disappointed in myself right now. I'm leaving. No. I'm leaving right you now. Would, it would not. It would not. Not the lead Can actor I get it? Field of Dreams. Can I go? I was hoping Grace would Can get I it. go? Sure. Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> that is a double check mark. No. Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Uh, I wonder if the guy who played Kevin Costner's dad is on Cameo. Kevin Costner's dad in... In Field of Dreams, but young dad when he has the yes, catch. Yes, he is. Yeah, he I is was going to say he's got to be. That guy um, pimps out everything. Wire or something yeah, like that? Yeah, okay, go ahead. No, he is on Cameo. Michelle Pfeiffer was mm. the actress, and in 89, was that like she was Bat- in Batman yeah, Returns. Yeah, okay. So that was a big movie. Also, uh, in that movie, Batman Returns, was our number seven, Danny DeVito. What? Also, oh, Throw Dylan. Mama from a Train, things like that. Dylan would... Be frowning the, right now. the last one, number eight, he just Give turned 75. Uh, we took you to see one of his movies, and we, me and Alan don't think you enjoyed it that much. Oh. 80s comedy. No, 80s comedy. <laughs> they took me to see Hot Rod. How about The Jerk? The, the jerk. lead Steve actor of The Martin. Jerk. Steve Martin. There's your top what ten. What was the big deal in 89 for him? Uh, like he was still, uh, yeah. I mean, he was still, he was still a big draw. Just I think he everything. had, uh, dirty rotten scoundrels in there, maybe. Maybe, but he was still, you know, I mean, eighties. Steve Martin was a big yeah. deal. Uh, planes, trains, automobiles, eighty nine, possibly. Yeah. Wasn't that more of a John Candy movie though? But to put it in perspective, Michael J. Fox was still a huge deal in nineteen eighty nine, and had you know some street cred. That was some big. That's Pretty much Hollywood royalty right there. Hall of Fame, that's a couple of foundations. How old's Michael J. Fox? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. It's got to be in his 60s. Give us a guess. 60s? I don't think so. He's got to be in his 60s. Come on. He is, are you ready for this? He is not in his 60s. 58. 59. Oh. Oh. But a young 59. June 9th was his birthday. Young 59. 1961. He's barely 59. He's Canadian. He is. He is Canadian. All right, real quick, and then I won't do this anymore. Let's go height. Michael J. Fox height. 5'4". Grace? 5'5". Five, 5'4 five. Five, is the winner. I should have oh, not even I let you guess. I didn't even get a chance. Boom. Four um, kids. Mm. Is, uh, I, I, I have a question. <laughs> okay, fire, I have a question. Fire. You if you, have to tell us. If you could time travel <laughs> to any time, where would you go, past or future? Anytime. Definitely future. Okay. I mean, who wants to go back to like 1855? That sounds awful. That would be horrible. No running water. Yeah. Everybody smells. Are we talking? Are you going to? uh, So you'd go to the future? future. What do you go to the? But that just feels dangerous. Like, here's the thing though. You're going to go to the future and see yourself as a failed McFly. Go go past (laughs) your time. Go past your time. If you go to the future. And it's hell, like when they go back to 1985, and it's hell, Valley. Yeah. Yeah. We know what the soundtrack's going to be. Sammy Hagar's I Can't Drive 55. No doubt. No doubt. The um, Hey, speaking of which, can we take a quick aside? I'm going forwards. Can we take a quick aside? Yeah. And we should have talked about this earlier. You picked Guns N' Roses, the first album, not Use Your Illusion, one or two? Yeah, I picked Appetite for Destruction. I feel like you've got to play some. She's got to listen to some songs on yeah. the double album. You can, you right. can. Okay. No, you know it can. Make her do it. <laughs> you have to do to, it. You have to do it. All right, Go keep to going. Your room. So, what would you pick, Grace? Hmm. 
I think, well, I, again, I am a little afraid to go to the future because you don't know what it's going to be. It could be really cool. It could be like the world could is be ending. Nothing. Do you yeah. think you would nothing. get out of the car, walk into Times Square, this gigantic uh, hologram shark would try to take a bite out of you? Yikes. Did you notice the Jaws joke? He was like, shark yeah. still looks fake. Yeah. It was yes. Jaws 19, yes. by the way. Did you see that? <laughs> Run that thing into the ground. Yeah, I think I'm going back. I, I guess, too, I guess if so you could too. pick a moment, right? If you can, if I get to pick an exact date and location, I think I'm going back and going to some historic event. Well, that would bring up a different question: is which historic event do you wish you could go back and stop, oh. or experience? Maybe those Gosh, are two different stop. questions. Dad, what if you got your I name got on the one. Declaration of Independence? Oh, I don't. I don't know how we'd stop it, but I think somehow I'd go back what? and I'd try and get Nelly Cruz to sh- just to shade to the oh foul line a hair more. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I would go and tell him to put Indy Chavez yeah. into right field. I would yeah. go tell Wash that well, he had to. I think Nelly gets there if he's just a little. Give me three right. steps that way, and well, we got what it. The, that's what the Cardinal coaches said. They yeah. said that's what Freeze did on that pitch all year. Yeah, they really said it was a deficiency of range. Do we really turn this into a game six? I podcast? think we just. <laughs> Sorry. That would be in my top Gra- five. Grace though. just powered down. Just yeah, she yeah. just slumped her shoulders. She's googling one of the Sprouse twins <laughs> to see if they're on cameo. Oh. Uh, did, in the uh, cafe eighties, did you see Elijah Wood as one of the kids? No, I did not. When they're, they're playing the video game, do you know who Elijah Wood is? No, he's in Lord of the Rings. He was a kid actor, still kicking around. I like to call it. Is he one of the ones that's in, like, where they're almost making fun of Lord of the Rings uh, and he's an actor in it, too? Uh, he looks like he. I don't know if he is. I mean, he had the show, he's done some shows and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where he's kind of made fun of his. He's a big uh, fan expo guy, too. Is he? You can see him. You can get Michael J. Fox and Elijah Wood's autograph. If is, you want. He, is he a child star that has not. He was in um, the, adult. the movie Radio Flyer. Uh-huh. You remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. He was in The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin. Ooh. Macaulay Culkin tried to kill him the whole movie. Really? Yeah. He was a child I actor. He worked that. for a long time, but he was the lead in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's probably his peak. Never seen it. Never seen any Never of the three. Never seen any you of them. You have uh, no Star Wars, no Lord of the Rings. Uh, what else? Uh, Edict. None of those. None. None. Never seen them. I saw yeah. the one part that I think you'd need to see, right? Luke, Which, I'm your father. And that's no, it. I now would, that answers all the questions, doesn't it? Pretty <laughs> reductionary uh, of that whole trilogy. Are um, you saying that the Star Wars, and it's more than a trilogy now, right? There's yeah, like eight of them or nine of them. Ninopoly or, or whatever they yeah. call it. Is that they call more it a saga, important is what they in call terms it. of film history than... Back to the Futures 1, 2, and 3? Yes. Oh, gosh. I've got my priorities mm-hmm. all out of whack. Yes. Maybe we'll do one of those movies. Problem is, yeah. it's like, mm. no. You'd have to do them all, right? Yeah. And then you'd have to do them in I the think, new order, which is not really like. I think if you were like grouchy, like if you wanted to be grouchy old film guy and you yeah. wanted to watch them, we could maybe do it. I don't think Grace and I honestly have the stamina to at this point. Yeah, <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. It's just two cameos. Like yeah. Can we please just find another Michael J. Fox movie? <laughs> have you guys even seen Doc Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> I love Doc Hollywood, by the way. Me too, great. One of my first DVDs. Man, he's just great. 
Michael J. Fox was amazing. He was he was clutch. Yeah, he, he was. was just money in the bank. See, before all this grace, he was what was his name on Alex P. Keaton on Alex Family P. Ties. Yes. By the way, you can watch that in its entirety. I told you I watched the Bill Allen episode the other night. Really? Yes. So the lead guy from Rad was in an episode of Family Ties, which made Michael J. Fox a star. And we've just completed okay. the circle. Bingo. Just like that. But he Movie was, reviews are done. He, <laughs> set, he set Bill Allen up with his sister. And Bill oh. Allen and the sister really didn't hit it off that much. <laughs> well, the sister was kind of high maintenance. Right? Mm. Uh, she was no. She was a bit of a. Uh, she was a bit out there. Like she was kind of Joey. Okay. She okay. was kind of Joey off Friends. Okay. And and Michael J. Fox's character was like basically a genius. He was basically uh, that manipulator. Was, politician. Ronald Reagan was in the White House, and he yeah. was a Ronald Reaganite, and he was like a staunch Republican, followed the stock market. Yes. And he, but he was like super young. He pulled it off really well. We need to give Grace like a bell, and when she's tapped yeah. out at yeah. our conversation, she can just kind of ring see it. it. You can mm-hmm. see it. Start it with the Nelly Cruz shade to the right. That's my bad. I what take it just, all back. We just stopped down for 20 minutes and talked about game six. <laughs> all right. What, um, what's next on the list? I've got a question. Um, okay. Could this movie be pulled off now where basically this is 1985? So we're talking about... 2020 going back 30 years to 1994 to 2050. And how does that feel in terms of that? Uh, I'm trying to think how old are you, Derek? Whatever. I'm 42. You were in your t- early teens in 1990. Right. That that is now the throwback. You know what I mean? How did right. our parents yeah. feel that 1955 was <laughs> all considered this? They'll, like, what? They'll do that <laughs> what on. They um, they'll do that on like Twitter. Somebody will go, by the way, if Back to the Future was now, 1990 would be 1955 or yes, whatever, and yeah. it makes you really feel old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but um, I just wonder... <sighs> what would be the things they would overdo? You know I what think I they mean? would make it more kind of uh, like dreary. Like, Grungy? Like- 2015 felt still felt pretty warm, even though it had the... The holograms and the video boards and all that other stuff, yeah, like yeah. it still felt kind of warm. Yeah. Like it was still, does that make sense? Yes, it does. It didn't feel like it was all. Didn't feel like we were all wearing and, masks and staying six feet apart. Well, that or it was like <laughs> everybody was wearing some type of you know apparatus. Yeah. Uh, robotic, where we were part mm-hmm. robot powered uh, hoverboards, and it made all the noise as you walked. Yeah. And you wore bedpans on your Hover head. Hoverboards don't work on water. No. Why? Not unless you have power. Not unless you have power. Yeah. Do we want to talk about hoverboards? Is it sure. hoverboard time? Yeah, let's go yeah. to hoverboard time. So I have like some trivia. Did, did, did y'all want to hear some trivia yeah. about the hoverboards? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do How it. about I start with the, ho- with the trivia and then we can get into hoverboard okay. time. So do you remember Swatch watches? I do. So there was this watch company. <laughs> there was from Sweden and it was Swatches. And if you notice, the hoverboards in the movie are Mattel. Well, they, the boards were going to be swatch boards. And then all of a sudden, hmm. they decided that Mattel was going to do that. So Mattel made all these hoverboards. Well, obviously the hoverboards weren't real. Yeah. But once the movie came out, like Mattel had a switchboard that would get flooded every day. And the guy who said he created the hoverboard at Mattel 
or create the guy who created the hoverboard, Mattel would get calls from like really well-to-do people, really smart, rich people, asking what it would take to get a hoverboard, and the guy would have to explain to them that the hoverboards weren't real. That's a movie. <laughs> but they would have people call Mattel all the time after that movie came out wanting a hoverboard. Oh, gosh. And it was to the point where Mattel was like, I can't believe, like, it almost. They should have just they taken their just money. Like, yes, let's watch. They should have just, the just let Swatch have the, the <laughs> Not deal. Not worth it. Not worth the but pub. They, uh, Mattel makes a collector's line. I didn't know this. So in 2012 for charity, they produced these hoverboards for like 120 bucks. And sold them for charity. Really? So there are hoverboards out there, I guess, maybe on eBay. I didn't look them up. But there are hoverboards out there uh, that you can purchase if you'd like a hoverboard, just like the one from the movie. Why not, Grace? I want one. Do it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. We have know. skateboards. Well, We're more that. back to the future one. <laughs> yeah. Just Darn the whole it. box on yeah. top no. of the skateboard. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, but... Uh, Hoverboards is definitely one of the big things that came from this movie. Yeah. Yes. Oh, did definitely. everybody? Did you want a hoverboard? Yes. The first time you saw this was yet was this the first time you yeah. saw Back to the Future Two? No. We had watched. Did we go to the theater to see one, and then yeah, later we watched and two. And then y'all came home and watched two. Yep. Yeah. Like the next day, I think. Yeah. And I told you that Back to the Future Two is coming. You know, all the theaters are opening up next Friday. So Back and to the Future Two is one of the movies that Universal's like really? letting them show. Let's awesome. do it, Grace. Let's I did, go. I did like Grace's idea, though. Do you want to share your idea? Okay. My suggestion was that we go wait outside the theater and sign autographs because we no just did a podcast. To why? Would we just set up a table and we all just had like a, like a headshot or just the Back to the Future 2 poster? I'm yeah. wondering. And we just started signing them. What's Alamo say if we would have put this on hold and said, can we come do the podcast from there? Live? Yeah. In front During of the, crowd. the movie. And you and I just start talking about Game Six. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in DFW though, so like they're probably going to all be like, "Yeah, good yeah. idea." Yeah, exactly. Uh, how long do you think people would listen to a Back to Future Two podcast pre-movie? Oh, I don't know. In a, in a pandemic, we would have to you. really have our stuff in line for that. Do you mm-hmm. feel comfortable going to a movie right now? I do. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I mean, if you're sending me to school, yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like all the, the and another thing too is like they're doing it where you could just buy like a theater and just like pick your movie. So you could say, "Hey, I'm going to give you Cinemark 150 bucks, and you're going to let me Wednesday night at seven with my family. You're just going to let mm-hmm. me watch Back to the Future two alone." Really? Let's That's do not that. A bad idea. There's an indie idea, theater though. over in Fort Worth. That's kind of like Decatur, but it's actually a little bit nicer. But they're just charging 50 bucks, and you can bring whatever you want to. You can bring a you Blu-ray. Bring the... You can stream Blu-ray, whatever. Really? But you get to sit in their theater, and it's just 50 bucks. Do they keep it really cold? I hope so. Do they bring cold beer and nachos around every I once would, in a while? I would think that you probably could bring your own. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I want what? someone to bring it to me. I'm not bringing my own. Nachos well, won't travel well all the way over there. <laughs> be what, all if you just set up, what if you just set up a crock pot? You just brought it in and set up a crock pot. We have our own nacho yeah. bar. You've yeah. got like Maddie's just ripping up and down the aisle yeah. just as fast as she can with yeah. streamers. Getting nachos over and over. 
That's not. I, I, yeah, I'd be all for going to a movie right now, and I think uh, I miss. It. I really miss Alamo Drafthouse. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like we fell in line with that too late, but then we went. It was just so much fun every time. I love the setting. I love. I, I don't want to go watch new movies. I'd rather right. go watch some of these old movies right. and uh, enjoy them all over again. Well, the good thing movies. about the Alamo, too, is that they do off-the-beaten-path new movies. So yes. they'll do some indies and things because they've got their own distribution yeah. wing. So. Sometimes it seems like too far off. Like when I get their email and I'm like, what is this? Why are you showing this? Right, right. <laughs> well, or if you're Michael the only J. theater in a 50-mile radius, you can bring in the... You know the hounds, the, yeah. the yeah. the indie movie hounds. But um, I didn't mean to take us offline. More I mean, game well, six talk, Grace. Nope. Is this Let's the talk about the Sprouse twins? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the top movie moment for everyone in this movie, other than Michael J. Fox? Back to the future. Back to the Future 2? I'm saying the three. Give me the whole three. No, I is still there, think the first yeah. is like no, no, no. I'm saying the series. Is this this isn't his biggest moment, is it? Is Who? it his biggest moment, Michael J. Fox? I would say the original Back to the Future is. That's his biggest. That's I his, would say that's peak Michael yeah, J. Fox. Okay, and there's no one else, and obviously in any of this that has a bigger. I moment. would say all of them that their peak is probably this. Yeah. I mean, because uh, what, what Christopher stopped? Lloyd, I believe, was in Taxi. Yeah, but Back to the Future Two is bigger than Taxi. I sure. mean. And People who wants still... to rewatch Taxi exactly. over and over? Well, you'd be surprised. Probably <laughs> we both would. But I think, like for Leah Thompson, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and then Thomas Wilson, because Thomas Wilson still acts a lot. Yeah. You'll see him in a lot of stuff. Yes, and he doesn't overact like he does in no. these movies. Uh, Was the director the same for all three? Yeah, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, yeah. did all three, and he did Castaway, and he's done some. He's, Big time. he's a huge movie star. I got a question on Biff. Um, we live pretty close to a little town called Decatur in Texas. And okay. there was signs uh, oh, for a guy right. that was running for office. Did you see this, Derek? No, but I remember yeah. you mentioned this on one of the podcasts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even remember what his real name is. But it's it has... Something. It's like Biff. something Hayes. It's a, yeah. it's and a nickname, it, and right? And the Biff is yeah. like... So let's say his name is in font size 80. Biff okay. is in font size four hundred. Okay, and I'm so kind he of the wants thought you to of, know that he's a Biff. But is Why? that name not ruined? You know well, what where, I mean. Like, where did it come who from? Who wants for him? Biff as your name? But even like Grace, does if you saw the name Biff, would the first thing you think of be Back to the Future? Yes, it would probably be the only thing I could think of. I don't know what, what else Biff would be. It would be. only be negative, right? Me <laughs> okay, too. Yeah. What, is that the wrong answer you bigger, think? Here's a bigger question. Here's yeah. a bigger hypothetical. Yeah. I'm not voting for him if I live there. I'm going I'm to give this question to you, Scott. Okay. But this is Grace. We did this last hypothetical last time. I'm going to add another layer. Cool kid comes down on a bike, does bike tricks down in the cul-de-sac. Hey, what's going on? And then you come out. You're like, hey, this seems like a really nice kid. Why don't you come on in? My name's Scott. He goes, my name's Biff. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a guy. He's, he's a bicycle genius named Biff. Oh, no. It can't be crew? Does His he name look like a Sprouse twin? <laughs> Does he look like a Sprouse twin? Okay. 
He looks like a Sprouse twin, whichever one you prefer. He looks like a Sprouse twin. He keeps the bicycle gloves on all the time, but he can do really cool tricks. But his name is Biff. I'm out. I'm out. Still a no. Not bringing no. Oh, no. Yeah. Grace and I were playing this game earlier. Kind of the hypothetical, do you introduce this guy? The fact that it's a Sprouse twin does make it a little weird. So Grace isn't they, out there. She hasn't even seen Biff, him. Oh, and oh, Biff Sprouse in yeah. five feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. The name Biff's it's, a deal breaker. I would think it's Biff. a deal breaker. Yeah. Oh, ouch. I mean, how many names are like just, that? Let me just look up. Can you look up Biff. like on, yeah, like on, how can you get a, nope. there used to be a thing where you could type in somebody's name. Do you think that Biff right. is ever a uh, uh, what do they call this? The Christian name? What do they call it? Your your biblical name? Like a given name? Yeah, or? a given name. When you put in Biff in the Googles, does it immediately it, bring it no, back to the future? No, it's a verb. To oh, that, to strike. Oh but it's gosh. like a very negative word. Even if he did mean it, like just the word, yeah. not. Strike someone roughly or sharply with the fist. Used in a sentence, he biffed me on the nose. <laughs> on Urban Dictionary Biff, oh, it's... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> to screw up, wipe out, or otherwise make a mistake. Okay. okay. <laughs> Dodge no. the bullet there. I we did, were about to no. have our first edit. I did read it in my head before I read it out Just loud. a long bleep. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Term for a cigarette. Question. Can I have a, 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 gener- a generic, uh, or not a generic, a question here about the movie itself? Because old Biff goes and sees young Biff. I thought if Biff see Biffs or yeah. <laughs> Jennifer see Jennifer's just, that the world explodes. Yeah, Biff, it's fine. He's so Jen clueless. Faints. Like, is that? I thought that was the rule. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of no. thought that too. What did he call it? called it a paradox, a paradox or something like yeah. that when they were in the lightning storm you uh, may be right the walkie talkies the biffs are just too young biff was too clueless yeah but it's supposed to be like time continuum mm-hmm. to get okay. into the nerdy science yeah i can already tell myself like i can <laughs> yeah. I feel myself glazing over <laughs> doing <laughs> the science forget it forget it edit edit <laughs> no edit sorry um did the walkie talkies Back to the walkie-talkies a second. Did you want to get walkie-talkies seeing that? Did you ever have walkie-talkies growing up? Oh, yeah, definitely. I always have wanted walkie-talkies my entire life. I feel like we've, we've bought the cheap ones from time to time. That's yeah. the thing about the cheap ones, like when the kids were kids. Yeah. I mean, maybe 10 feet. You couldn't be in a different room. No. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't getting reception. <laughs> it was like crackle and hiss. But those walkie-talkies, here's another thing. So Doc goes to the future. He's got that suitcase full of money. He's got yeah. all these this prep work done. Surely, in the future, in 2015, they had like GPS headphone uh, walkie-talkies, some type sure. of like. And he pulls out the old standard brand where you have to pull the antenna up. Yes. By the way, what's the reach on those things? <laughs> Several miles. I just feel been. like he could have had some type yeah. of future yeah gadget. They didn't think that through all the way. All this, all the chances they took on the future, and they didn't think about that one. Right. You know what I mean? Like the Cubs. Well, the Cubs won the next year. Yeah, beating Miami, though. And now Miami's Miami. That was what was I'm, shocking to Marty. 
I'm still thinking about the fax machines in their house. Yes, that was way. Okay, so that was a big note for me. Okay, so there was one thing when I watched this as a child, uh, 89, I'd been like 12 or 13. The thing that I wanted the most out from the future, could you guess what I wanted the most from the house? The drop-down fruit tray. A close second. A close <laughs> second. I thought that was awesome. Uh, the scenery channel that they no, would pull over the window. The food hydrator. <laughs> the pizza hydrator. Yes. Uh, the hydrator. Or they put having, in the hockey puck and it came having out a like pizza, a nice pizza. Having yes. a Pizza Hut pizza in a nanosecond was like the dream. Yes. Mm-hmm. By the way, worst looking pizza I've ever seen. And then they like cut it. It yeah. looked like cardboard. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes one slice. There's like seven of them. Isn't half six of, of them it just bell pepper too? Yes. Like, who does that? It's just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> bell pepper. Just like slices of bell pepper. <laughs> but each one of them takes one piece. Yeah. So it's like 200 calories. <laughs> yeah. So all of them are just eating one piece of pizza for dinner. You're going to have to pop well, another one in the hydrator. And they, they bust out the fruit tray. The, right. the drop-in fruit right. tray. So yeah. what does young Marty have on his glasses? Are they like Google Glass? I think that's he's the watching idea. TV, right? Because doesn't yeah. he kind of also see caller ID, or or, yes. the, or the daughter does? Yeah, One well, of both them of them sees, do. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just mm. that. That's pretty good reach. The glasses were. I mean, we're pretty close to that. Yeah. Very close. Well, they, yeah, with the Google Glass, they tried. Yeah. And that never really caught on. What about the music from all this? I love it. It feels like a superhero the entire time. Mm, I didn't, I didn't the, even think the about it. The score. Yeah. Because yeah, it was the same, basically the same score for the first movie. It was, yeah. Did you watch the thing I told you about? I did the not Lazy watch Brilliant? the thesis. Yeah. I thought that was a weird... Uh, the. Uh, I thought that was a weird description on the, the video. The Lazy Brilliant? The la- yes. no, it was the Lazy Writing. Yeah, that's what it The Lazy Writing. And I was like... Even the worst movies that, are really hard to make. Yeah. It's like... There's nothing lazy. Yeah. No. This guy's uh-uh. whole take is that it's basically one all over again. Like they and they I, cheat and they use all the footage from one and right. all this stuff. But that's but, not. But that makes it cooler because yeah. it's like time travel. They're going exactly. back to that. That's why I thought it was ambitious to kind of layer things on top of things. And mm-hmm. then uh, they had to do the sandbags. He has to sandbag. Which, by the way, the sandbag is one of my favorite things in yes. movies. Is when the bad guy gets knocked out by a sandbag. Or a group yes. of yes. sandbags. Yeah, it's a very like uh, Tom and Jerry moment. But those yeah. sandbags, there were a lot of sandbags. There were. I feel like mm-hmm. it really it could have hurt them. Yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> scenes getting to kind of the ridiculousness is when he goes back to uh, 85 and Biff is in control. And yes. the drive-by on Strickland's house... <laughs> Where the guys just come up and go, Strickland! And then, and then they fire off a bunch of semi-automatic weapons yes. at his house. Like, they're trying to murder the guy. Well, the thing was, it's like Strickland just said that the school burned down six years ago. Like, those yeah. guys have a grudge. It's a big grudge. It's like six years, and Marty just happens to be there yeah. when they open up on his house. Exactly. How did Biff ruin the town? Like, how is it so different? Just because of the well, casino there? It brought conceded, in all the bad people? You know, no, I'm sure he just basically got rid of anything good. and you know, How? Just because? Well, you know, he biffed it. Well, he... He, <laughs> he <laughs> biffed struck it. it. We're, we're led to believe that he has all this money now, and he's mm-hmm. basically turned it into his own haven. So he's yeah. bought the cops. There's no law and order. 
MRI. Can you do fun. that? Like Can you buy the did y'all get a oh, yeah. Did you did, get a sense that maybe they had tailored Biff in the hotel in the casino, uh, maybe on somebody who was really popular around that time that owned a hotel and casino <laughs> conglomerate? Yeah, I think so. Do I could see that like a little bit. They pulled something it. like that in like a Jimmy Kimmel skit I watched preparing for this. Yeah. They made some joke. They kind of referenced like it. Yeah. yeah they I made a Trump that. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, his hair is all wild and kind of That golden. whole moment, the whole time there when he gets back to 85 and deals with everything with uh, the, you know, President Biff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is like really like when you you kind of when we were prepping for this, Derek, you talked about how dark the movie was. Yes, it goes really dark. There. It gets dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like how they've changed Lorraine. <laughs> There's uh, not only that, but then the girls in the hot tub with Biff. Yeah, and um, the the violence. Yes. He pushes Lorraine down. He yep. punches Marty. There's a lot of gunplay. Pulls a gun on There's Marty. There's a lot of gunplay in 85. <laughs> yeah. From Strickland's house. He's shooting up his own hotel. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I didn't really understand, keep going. No, no you no, had no. a thought. I, I don't want to. Well, I was just going to also note that the three sidekicks that were with him yes. in 55 are still there 30 years later. Yes. Chasing Marty. Yes. That's- which, by the way, one of the sidekicks is Billy Zane. Sad. Did you know sad. that? No. Do you know who Billy Zane yes. is? Have you seen Titanic? No. So the villain in Titanic is this actor named Billy Zane, and he was one of the henchmen. Oh, wow. But he's been forever known. By the way, I think you can find Billy Zane on Cameo. Do y'all want to get Billy? I could have gotten Billy Zane Billy on Cameo. Zane. <laughs> but he is known as the villain from Titanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like they've stuck around, and they're, there's that – they're one of the big reasons why it's all screwball. Because anything happens, it's like you can see, like in a cartoon, when they spin their wheels, you can see their feet just kind of going. Yeah, boop, boop, boop. yeah. That's kind of how the henchmen. Like it their is feet. very much like because the one moment when Marty gets away from the almost being shot and sitting in the chair by right. doing the "Hey, what's that?" which he does over and over <laughs> yes. for the fourteenth time. Yeah, yeah. he runs out. Those guys are within three feet of him. Yeah, and then he hits the stairwell, and you never see him come through the door. It's like ten seconds later. Like what happened? But right. you're right. They were run- they were going so fast that they were just, just on peeling top of each other. Place. Well, yeah. like even uh, the he. I think it happened multiple times where he hits the first one and then the other two fall down like dominoes. Yes, I think it happened yes. multiple times. Yeah, in '55, it definitely happened. Yeah. Uh, mm. What? Did, yeah, and he does it there too. He, he says, it, "Hey guys, because when that. he runs out." Uh, when he runs out into the hallway, they're coming out of the out of the elevator, right? Yes. Yeah, and and in Biff's nineteen eighty five. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the henchmen are coming yeah, out. Yeah, and elevator. then in the set in the replay of nineteen fifty five, new Marty <laughs> knocks them all over yes. with the hey, what's yes. that? Yes. And he hits one, and but they don't all fall. Do, like do they do that in the hoverboard sequence? Does he knock? All I feel three like of the they do. Over? Yes, yeah, they're very. It happens a lot. No coordination. It happens a lot. Well, just no spacing. Yeah. <laughs> you get spacing on your defense to swarm. Exactly. Um, no, what I was going to say on uh, Elaine, uh, on uh, uh, Lorraine. Lorraine, not Elaine, Lorraine, is my question is why does Biff want her around? 
because she's obviously yeah. an alcoholic. She's miserable. Uh-huh. He's got girls he's, in the hot tub. I mean, <laughs> he's paying for all the kids to enjoy life everywhere yeah. else in the he's world. He's going to cut off that one kid's credit card. Exactly. <laughs> and then she's just like, okay. And he's, she like wobbles back down yeah. the stairs, yeah. biffs her eyes. <laughs> and it's like, it's by terrible. the way, uh, the one of the things that made me laugh really hard this time was when he's watching the museum video. And he's mm-hmm. like, and then he married his sweetheart Lorraine in the worst wedding celebration, wedding kiss yeah. ever. Oh my just, just smashing total, face, total and then force show yes. up. Oh, just cringeworthy. <laughs> oh, uh, Grace and Dylan really got a kick out of 1955 when, Biff. Yes, on the on I, the revisit I with the new Marty. Biff the credit of being the only character who made me laugh. Yeah. But let's hear it. What was the, the only the the only credit you didn't for starters you didn't laugh at your dad's uh, Christopher Great Lloyd impersonation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll set the scene for you. Okay, so Lorraine and her friend are walking down the street. You know, she has this dress, and then Biff comes up. And it's just like super aggressive with her, but then super somehow- aggressive. He's criminal. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's borderline <laughs> not, not, not quite as bad as like Back to the Future One. No, no. Like the scene in Back no. to the Future One in the car now is almost like you couldn't do that now. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get away with whatever rating they got. Well, go back to the first Back to the Future. A mom is in love with her son, yeah. and that's the crux of the movie. Yeah. This movie doesn't get out of the screenplay. It doesn't get out of development. My name is Calvin Klein. My name is Calvin, Calvin Klein. Klein. Go ahead. And Sorry, Grace. Starts, go. Okay. There's, there's some, there's some. As great as Back to I'm the Future thinking, is, it's I'm problematic. Thinking. Let's just it be is, honest. It is. I love it to Anyways, death, but let's be honest. He at one point he has both of her shoulders almost lifting her off the ground. Maybe if I had to guess. But anyway, somehow she gets she away. She kicks him in the shin, I think, okay. which is extremely painful. She kicks him in the shin. She and her friend run away. He kind of jogs after her for a little bit. And then before turning around, he says, one day you'll be my wife. <laughs> and me and Dylan could knock it over there. We're like, that's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> I told Grace, if a guy a ever threat. yells that at you while you're yeah. running away, you tell me. Find me quick. I Biff, thought, Biff Sprouse. <laughs> like, One day, Grace. <laughs> on his bike. On my bikes. <laughs> we'll get married on this bike. <laughs> Why is he talking like, <laughs> like a, a member long, of you two now? <laughs> like, he wants to, like he wants the kazoo. One day, Grace. I will play this kazoo on this bike. You and I. Oh, my God. And then he just turns it and starts singing Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Yeah. Oh, uh, it man. felt like it, it should, he should have been saying, like, you'll rue the day. Not one day you'll be my wife. Well, like, how can. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that's just such a weird threat to make. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she thought there was another. Maddie's yeah. pointing out that Grace no, forgot Calvin Klein. In that was... moment when Lorraine said she was going with Calvin Klein, I thought she was just like making a joke because like oh, trying Calvin to get Klein. out. Yeah, like, like saying she... you forgot that Marty had been named yes. Calvin Klein. I thought she was just making a joke. Um, I have one more. I have another question, real quick. So we were talking about he comes out. 
Biff tries to shoot him. He comes out into the hallway. This is back in Hell Valley, 85. Mm-hmm. He goes out into the um, uh, staircase, uh, yeah. stairwell, tricks him, gets up on the roof. This is my favorite part of Michael J. Fox's performance. He gets on the roof. He runs to the side of the roof, looks over, sees that it's basically a mm-hmm. 200-foot drop or 2,000-foot drop, yes. and then slaps the side like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, what Dang it. Now, I did think, was he waiting for uh, oh, Doc? Yeah, But I probably. don't remember that getting Like, discussed. he never made the call right. for that. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of good acting in there because he hits the siding. Oh, man. And then Biff comes out with the gun. And when Marty mm-hmm. jumps off the side, he's like, oh, he can't, like, he can't believe it. He's just in shock. And then he comes and looks over the side and they Doc DeLorean the hits him. I thought that was a good one. Also, I did have a little bit more trivia back to it. 55 when he assaults Lorraine out in the mm-hmm. street because yeah. that's a great idea. So Biff's car from the manure accident cost 300 bucks does anybody want to guess what that is in present day money mm. 300 bucks in 1955 we did this last time oh, i'm not good at these ever but i'm gonna say fifty two thousand dollars you think three hundred dollars <laughs> in nineteen fifty five? I was something? gonna say like twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Go, give us. Who won? Did you see that the hover conversion for your car was forty grand though in twenty fifteen? Oh no! Yeah, that's the Goldie Wilson. Yeah, the yeah. mayor Goldie. Okay, so what are we doing? Another 52, contest? Two thousand and twelve hundred. Okay, the answer <laughs> is twenty nine hundred. Twenty nine hundred. Okay. You were ten times. I was close. Super close. Also, the forty six. <laughs> Ford, I looked that up. That Biff drives mm-hmm. twelve hundred bucks in, in nineteen fifty five, or when steal. it came out forty six. I steal. saw I saw the number somewhere. I yeah. knew it. It doesn't. I guess Biff is kind of supposed to be. I don't know. I just can't really tell what his backstory is exactly supposed to be. I actually researched it a little bit. What? Maybe we'll do a head cannon and loose cannons okay. episode. Like around because Biff Tannen, I, <laughs> yes, I really came to cons- to some conclusions. But anyways, I was like, he lives with his grandma, and like that's not a very nice house. Like, how did he get this car? Uh, the I car was twelve hundred bucks. Surely, mom and dad are just somewhere and else. He lives with grandma, right? Surely, thing, mom and dad are just somewhere else. No, his mom and dad never. Never really were involved in, in his life. I looked this up. It was on like the Futurepedia, okay? Oh, wow. wow. Wait, so, hold on. Time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say there's a Back to the Futurepedia? Yes, I <laughs> And it's called Futurepedia? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, that's how I remember it. Okay, so here we go. All right. Biff's parents, um, they got pregnant and then they got married, which was kind of like, I assume that was a really big deal. You weren't supposed to do that. But then after they got married, they immediately got divorced. Neither one of them wanted Biff, and that's why he ended up with his grandma. So, like, imagine that growing up knowing that your parents did not want you. That will make you surly. Oh, totally. So also, I have a lot of conclusions on that. Dang, well, the grandmother, just the like grandmother Biff. just scre- Well, the grandmother yeah. just screams the yeah. whole time. Why did the grandma oh take God. him? Why did the grandma take him? Yeah. And his grandma hates him. That's a good, That's good point. really sad. I, I really think he could have been well off if he was just nicer to people. 
and not so criminally aggressive yeah. all the time. Uh, surely, poor guy. Surely, now I've got a, is now I mean, you feel bad a little bit because I researched. Yeah, you researched. <laughs> right, I researched. I was on curious. Futurepedia. <laughs> I had no idea Biff that there was Tannen's a Futurepedia. backstory. Uh, yes, poor Biff. Maddie's, Maddie's asking, asking if it counts. Uh, for yeah. head cannons and loose cannons, it does. Yeah, I think it counts a little, Maddie. Be, stay tuned for that episode. Maddie, all this Please. means is someday you'll be able to use me as an excuse That's for right. something you do. As <laughs> yeah. your, as your, as your uh, screaming my, from the outside. My dad never gave me a microphone. <laughs> what you can yell. Take your kid's ball. You felt like your voice backyard. never mattered. <laughs> Oh, okay, man. so we the one thing that we had hinted at that I asked that we could wait was crush talk. Crush talk. Oh, right. So there were two crushes in this movie that were big players in my life. Elizabeth Shue, which what, uh, Elizabeth Shue's coming off of a lot of movies at this time and has, you know, she just done Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Yeah. So she's had a she had a career. And uh, I don't understand what she's doing in this movie. I know they needed somebody for that actor. She doesn't do anything. Well, does what? Zemeckis have enough pull, or does Michael J. Fox just have enough pull? They're that big of names where well, it's like she's got to get involved. What was weird about that role was the original actress had to pull out because her mom was like terminally sick, yeah. like terminally ill. Okay. And then they hired Elizabeth Shue, and while she was filming... Because they filmed two and three back to back. Do you know that? Uh, I figured since they basically most of three. Oh, yeah. Basically, when that. they wrote the script, it was just one gigantic script. So they split it up, did two two movies. Okay. And they filmed it back to back. And Elizabeth Shue, I believe her brother committed suicide right when she started working on it. Oh, wow. So she was like completely, her mind was completely out to lunch. She said the whole. Wow. But she was in the Karate Kid. She was a girlfriend of the Karate Kid. She was in Cocktail, mm-hmm. Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. And she's still acting today. I mean, she's still got jobs right now. Always gigs. a fan. Yeah. But then Leah Thompson because of Back to the Future. Big yes. crush on Leah Thompson. No doubt. Big crush on Elizabeth Shue. Big crush on Leah Thompson. I feel like my Elizabeth Shue crush would have been post this. I mean, she was bigger in the 90s, I guess, right? Or no? Well, she got nominated for an Oscar in 95 yeah. for Leaving Las Vegas. That's probably peak. It's a tough one. It's uh, a tough one. It's a horrible. <laughs> We're never going to gonna review that one. What if, what if you just? What if we did? No, <laughs> it would be a nightmare. It'd burn the podcast so, down. Uh, just, just complete total sadness. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's uh, really, but she's really, really good in that movie. Yeah, in it's one of those movies you don't watch again, like Requiem for a ever, Dream, ever and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the uh, yeah, I would put Lorraine up there. High, higher and again from one right um but i don't know that that's um and that's why i was wondering what did she go on to do and i know you talked about that it seemed but like she was Lee thompson a crush career. yeah for sure from one right did you have uh posters no my only posters in my room were eric davis <laughs> and nelson <Cruz>. daryl strawberry <laughs> and dot good yeah and that's it well when we were growing up if you remember this, and we may have talked about this before, but the book fairs, remember we'd have the in-school oh, yeah. book fair, yes. but it would be this, like the circular. Did, yeah. y'all, did y'all still have that when y'all were like in middle school and stuff? Not book fairs where they show up and sell you books, but the teacher little... would send you like a catalog 
it'd be like four or five pages and it'd have books mm-hmm. and other trinkets. No. But when we were growing up, it would be that and they would have posters in there and it would always be Teen Beat. And it will always be boys. Yeah. So it was like whoever the Sprouse twins were at that time, <laughs> yeah. you could get posters. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio and Kirk Cameron. Yeah. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and guys like that. But that was always a big player. And when Delivery Day showed up yeah. and we got the stuff, like I can remember just teeming halls of nine year old, 10 year old, 11 year old girls. With those posters with their just Ralph everywhere. Posters. Yes. Like they were going to go immediately Scotty home. Bayo. And put, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and put them on the wall. Biff, Biff Sprouse. <laughs> Was Biff, anyone buying Biff a Biff Sprouse? Tannen? Did Biff Tannen ever get a poster? I don't. I doubt it. Oh, man. That's a but letdown. Biff Sprouse popping a wheelie. But yes. that poster was Biff big Sprouse time. of Rad Racing. I think so. Rad I racing. liked it. The, um, <sighs> I think this movie... I, I think our, our discussion has been a little bit more disjointed on this one than it we has just, the first yes. two movies, but that's great. Yeah. But I think it goes back to what you just said. The movie is very problematic, and yeah. there's a lot of holes right. in it. But the bottom line of it to me is like, it's just Michael J. Fox goodness. It's, it is building off of Back to the Future 1. And watching it this time, I did think, like, I love it. I love it. It just right. took me back. You know, right. I was right there again. And I love the ties into one. Yeah. I mean, that guy kind of dogged it in the little deal we watched. I don't think it has awesome. like the heart and the depth and the connection maybe that the first movie does. But it's... Well, it's, it's definitely it's, darker. It's like I said, it's a broad kind of slapstick yeah. comedy. Even the dark parts still have these broad kind of slapstick yes. moments. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean... I think folklore is a masterpiece. Other people think it's background music. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it goes. <laughs> I have one not like, naming no. names, Mrs. Biff Sprouse. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do. I remember one takeaway from this that really stuck with me was just like, how do I get my hands on a future sports almanac? Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was uh, just waiting fact, for an old fella to walk up to me in the streets, yes. being like, "Listen well, here, idiot." One of the things, <laughs> one of the ideas I had, and I completely forgot. There is a company that sells uh, memorabilia like this, but they do journals, and they sell a journal, not not a hotel for dogs journal, <laughs> but they sell a gray sports almanac journal. Really? So basically the outside looks like gray yes. sports almanac. But I think when you compare this movie to the other two, this one's probably been far more seen than definitely rad and probably do the right thing. So I think mm-hmm. in terms of us – just throwing the ball back and forth. I think it's just because we didn't have to explain the movie exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, all that much. Right. And it was just on Netflix too. And yeah, you know, somebody wrote the other day that in terms of like film preservation or just film appreciation, the pandemic has been huge for people that can just mm-hmm. go back and watch old movies and just go down rabbit holes. Oh yeah, and yeah. write love letters to Sprouse twins yeah. and things <laughs> like that. So I think. That movies like this have gained, I think it's one of the reasons why you're seeing them back in the theater and stuff like that too, is yeah. that there's a nostalgia there, but also people are interested. Maybe they saw Back to the Future when it was on Netflix and they want to go see another one. Well, and is it possible that we kind of go this way overall with Alamo Draft Houses? And again, with the thought being that we return to normalcy in terms of movie theaters, where that becomes the bigger thing and a lot of these films become more straight to stream. You know what I mean? And then if they succeed there, then maybe you throw it in the theater. Oh, Uh, I I definitely think we're headed 
into some interesting things because one of the things that they did is AMC agreed basically that they would show movies that have like a 17 day window. Yeah. So basically let's say Captain Marvel two comes out on a Friday. Well, that two, like two Wednesdays or three Wednesdays from there, they can start putting it on Amazon or whatever for rent, like video on demand. So the movie, it's the money, like, but can you still make money from licensing these movies? And the answer is yes. I mean, yeah, that's been shown to be true. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully they won't be expensive, you know, and the and draft house can start showing more of them and yeah. things like that. Yeah, that would be good. Well, I, I enjoyed it, guys. Yes. Good podcast as always. Good Anyone podcast. Anyone want to guess where this we're at? Shouldn't be fun. that hard. Three hours and twelve minutes. <laughs> Three <laughs> we're the we're the length of Malcolm X. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. We're just checking in right around 2.06 right now. All right. Maybe this will be a split one. Maybe we'll go back on what we decided. We've got a natural it. spot to split it. We do have a natural mm-hmm. spot to split it. And maybe from now on, we'll just split it from the beginning. We talked about mm-hmm. it. Or you could just pretend. You could just tell me that we're recording, but it just, and then I get all my yammering out. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Michael Scott, when Grace, he does yeah. the uh, Grace lines. gives me like a double right eye right. wink, and that's when I hit the record button. Right <laughs> yeah. I have another cleanup. I have another cleanup thing. Okay. Billie Eilish, massive super fan, office super fan. Yes. And yeah. y'all didn't. Y'all yeah, didn't we, we t- talked about the one song. Yeah, but y'all didn't yeah. like talk about the fact that she's like this super fan. Yeah, and I you really, were like it doesn't really uh, fit, but she was obviously shoehorning her fandom. Yeah, yes. she was. I, Have you seen I the video it. with her and Rain Wilson? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I just remembered that. That is very impressive. Yeah. She uh, even Rain amazing. Wilson is like. Wow. I think any other thing would have that would have been the highlight. You know what I mean? Like. A lot mm-hmm. of this other music, it would have been the highlight to get to hear Michael Scott, Scott and hear right. Scarn. But it almost is just like that song isn't as high up there for me. Right. So it just becomes like, all right, let's get back to it or whatever. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, amazing artist. I really, and I, and I am still listening to it. It's kind of replaced NF as my, just this week, as Billy go did? back still and listen to it. Really? Yeah. Cool. Oh. Yeah. I had one more thing. Thought we had one more thing. Um, oh, what the next movie is? Yes, right. are we ready? We want to announce this right now. I feel like this is an easy one, uh, but I know Grace hasn't seen it, and that's kind of the point. And I feel like it was one of the biggest movies from. Is this my gonna be childhood? like a Muppets movie. The Muppets <laughs> take Manhattan. Yep. This is like an easy movie. No, I'm gonna go with the Breakfast Club. Whoa, oh, Breakfast Club. interesting. You haven't seen it, right? No. Okay. Uh, I was and I was kind of going down a few different ideas the here. Breakfast Club with the Estevez brothers. Yes, and uh, that should have been on the top ten list, probably both of them. As uh, I predicted, it's, it's yeah. shocking that it didn't make it. <laughs> that either Sheen or Estevez did not make the list. I was bouncing around with a lot of um, who's the real famous. Director from that John Hughes, yeah, like Sixteen Candles stuff yeah. like that. I was looking Home at a Alone, lot of his stuff, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Yeah, but kind of settled on Breakfast Club, and oh, that, that'll, it's going to be a good one. It's really, really good. It's really good. And you know what really made me think about this? Uh, community. We were watching the Community episode that kind of pays homage to yes. Breakfast Club, and they're all kind but of bits. all those teen but, shows. Like Dawson's Creek did a Breakfast did they Club really? episode. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know I that. distinctly remember that off the top of my head, but there's a lot. Uh, I mean, 
iconic. Yeah, it is. So that'll be a good one. We'll plan on that one and. So we're doing that now, starting now? Start right now. We're going to live watch it. (laughs) We'll roll right into it. Let's turn this into a six-hour podcast. All right, Grace, it's four in the morning, immediate reaction. (laughs) Just let me go to bed. Biff is about to call. Yeah, I'm about to biff you. Oh, all right. Hey, here's what I think we should do yeah. the rest of our lives. If we ever meet a Biff, we have to take a selfie and send it to the group text. Yeah. Okay. I think there's one indicator, obviously. Just track him down? Yeah. What was he running for? Was it like it was county clerk or <laughs> gaming commissioner? City council, maybe. I, I mean, what? I don't even know what people run for outside of council. Hey, it wasn't school board. One of the things that happened at the end of Back to the Future 2 that we didn't talk about was the fact that they had the preview for 3 already on yes, there. Yeah. It was yeah. very rare. One of the very few movies that already had the other movie in the can, and they showed the preview because yeah. they didn't want people walking out thinking they had gotten gypped. So how long did they wait? Like two years? Uh, though, no, right? another year. Another year. I think another okay. year. I want to say fall to summer. Yeah. Number 3 was a summer movie. Yeah. So. I don't remember three at all, so we are going to watch that at some point. Mm-hmm. The only reason we didn't is because we didn't want to get confused, although yeah, I, I feel like we to. wouldn't have. It's pretty much its own its own movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, fun as always. Did Everyone we set a new record? Make sure. uh, I think we've set a new record until so. we split this into 17 podcasts. Just <laughs> so we and then that gets us three closer, closer. to Rob Ray. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, I've never been on a podcast with a grandfather and granddaughter. How many people you think <laughs> listen to this have watched Back to the Future Two recently? Oh, if they make it very, this long, where I, they hear me saying this, I think hopefully they faintly remember it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would think so. We'll add a I little plug any, at the does beginning. Does anybody listen to these movie reviews? <laughs> I know I do, I just so. to hear myself talk. I think so. These. I feel like the Rad ones recently kind of had a little bit of really a, maybe a Bill pop. Allen did maybe, Bill Allen maybe Bill Allen did. But here's the thing is, is since that has re-released and done all that stuff, I really do wonder if people are on the lookout because I'm, I had my other DVD yeah, and I put it up on eBay because they're just insane right now. It's yeah. like, I'm just going to go ahead and cash out. And I've had multiple messages of, hey, this is the movie from my childhood. Like people that are asking, they want me to lower the price, of yeah. course, but they're trying to uh, hit me with the nostalgia. Yes, I hate that. What? That, like, <laughs> oh man... Dirk Nowitzki well, is my favorite player. It just always makes me feel card. like it's fake. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The one I would always get was, uh, I feel like camera equipment, I got a lot where it'd be like, hey, I'm an aspiring young, but I've only oh, got, okay. I've got like a $1,200 camera. I'm selling there like, I've only got 250 bucks. Will you please accept my offer? I'm out of money. And it's just like, uh, I love what you're doing, but. All the best. No. No. <laughs> Go to Goodwill. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. You're about miss as it. funny as a screen door on a battleship. <laughs> I think that's the wrap up right there. Make like a tree, get out of here. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed this. Hopefully, you watched the movie. If not, if you listen to this first, go back and watch it now. And, and here's enjoy more it. messages from Emily Jones. Yeah, here's <laughs> back to you, Emily. <laughs> That's what I need to do. I need to go back to Cameo and have her do an outro and go like, that's it. That's all we've got. (laughs) That's it. Guys, thanks for tuning in. And by the way, go Rangers. Or you could just do a fake Emily. I hope you could understand that grandfather with his dentures. Yes. (laughs) All right. So uh, follow us on Instagram. We're Gen Divide Podcast. On Twitter, we are Gen Divide. Check us out on Mm -hmm. Facebook. 
Grace is taking over Twitter, so that thing's about to explode. What's the next episode? We've got two lined up. One uh, of them is a mystery episode. Both of them are guests. Well, we've locked in the guests. We can probably announce them mm-hmm. now. Okay. One of them is talking about youth sports and the changes that we've experienced. In, and I don't mean high school. I'm talking about like when we were little kids. Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. No, not Bo Jackson. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Bo Jackson even greater, on Cameo, by the way. Even greater. Casey... Keener no. is going to join us and talk about the, the legend, the hey, can we send invention in, of the participation trophy. Can we send in questions? Yes, of course, definitely. That would be way. And we'll, we'll hey, put we'll that put up some, on Instagram. Yeah, we'll put it on our Instagram story. Yes. And then the great Shelly Wrangle is going mm-hmm. to join us and talk about back to school summer and BJ's and all that. And yes, BJ's I told video. her that, that has to come. Yes. <laughs> So, yes, BJ's video. So great. <laughs> iconic. Yes. Iconic. As iconic as The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Well, we talked about it just in terms of it ties so well to do Blockbuster. You, it was the Blockbuster of Bridgeport. It was the Blockbuster of Bridgeport and so much more. And the pizza place. And, and the, the pizza place, place. And the t-shirt place. And the picture place. I think they sold spark plugs and Radio and Shack at one time. <laughs> was it really? No. Grace, how much longer do you think you could sit here and listen to me and your dad talk? <laughs> All right. I'm ready to leave. We we'll already wrap wrapped it up. It up. We gave you the more social media. talk next. <laughs> Email us, gendividepodcast at gmail.com. This has been a fun one. Thanks, as always, to Derek the Movie Genius. But for now, Thanks, guys. until next time, this is Scott signing off. And this is Grace. Bye.